Welcome to the Morning Mix podcast. Today we started the morning uh, by finding out what you would never want to hear on a first date. Right, like there were some obvious ones like, hey, you know, uh, I got to text my wife. Yeah, exactly, uh, that, that's right. That's a bad one. And then there are other ones about bacon. Yeah, like I don't like bacon. Just kidding. <laughs> what? All right. Well, it's a weird first date. And you may be out on vacation or maybe you're out there in Lake Michigan and you find something in the water. There's apparently a lot of drugs out there. A lot of drugs in the water. (laughs) Not necessarily in Lake Michigan, but maybe. Depends. And summer camp. That makes me think of a lake. But unique summer camps, like camps you wouldn't know existed until you went to them. Yeah, circus camp. Krista is already registered. I'm ready to go. Oh, I'll be there. It's going to be very weird. I will be uh, 25 years older than any other child, but it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it, and hopefully you are too. That and much more right now on the Morning Mix podcast. The internet has responded to the question... What are the things you should never say on a first date? Number one on the list. It surprised all of us. I hate bacon. Just kidding. <laughs> the classic. You yeah, have to deliver classic. it that way, right? I feel like that's code for something. It's gotta be, right? They're like, no. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's like something it real yeah. dirty about Maybe we're out of the loop and bacon is some new move that we don't know right? about. Could yeah. be. They're always changing it. They're always changing. We said text us at 60123. What would you never, ever want to hear on a first date? In from an 847, you know, you look a lot different than your profile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would sting. I know this guy that went on a first date, and as he sat down, he pulled up the, the like, hinge or whatever yes, thing. Yes, the profile? Was, yeah, the profile was like, where is she? Whoa. And I was like, whoa. whoa. Wow. And he told you about this after the fact? Yeah. yeah. Now, was there a bruise on his face? Yeah. Uh, he told. He left that date, like, yeah. immediately. Well, he yeah. was like, listen, I'm going to be respectful and pay for the first round of drinks, but wow. this isn't This isn't you. Yikes. Wow. I don't know. I kind of see both sides. I think he was a little aggressive. I think he's aggressive in that scenario. But yeah. I think, I think that could have been if handled. If she didn't look at all like the picture. Yeah, you're getting catfished at that yeah. point, right? Man. From a 708, <laughs> I'd never want to hear it on a first date. Will you wax my back? Come on. No, that's terrible. And I, I'll, t- I'll tell you this. I've been asking Nikki to help me with that for months. Mm-hmm. I here said we are. The year mark, I'll consider it. That's the, it. The year mark, yeah. <laughs> I'll do not say that on the radio. Sorry. It just happened. <clears throat> From a 773, I would never, ever want to hear this on a first date. You look just like my mom. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Man, just like her. Boy, you, yeah, boy, you guys just, it's like looking in a... In a family photo album, hanging out with you. This is Mm. wild. From a 312, I would never want to hear this on a date. Don't worry. It's not contagious. How? What? Goes back to that bacon thing, I'm telling you. (laughs) Just kidding. Just Just kidding. kidding. (laughs) Well, (laughs) Swanee is on vacation. We've got producer Jim behind the helm, and he says, well, maybe bacon's the new pineapple. Uh, (laughs) Could be. Upside down bacon. You know what it means. Now I'm wondering about Jim a little bit. Hang on a second. What are you baking in there, buddy? Watch out. So uh, from Don't Worry, It's Not Contagious to from a 630, I would never want to hear it on a first date when I say, hey, tell me something about yourself. And they go, well, I got out of jail last week uh, and doing pretty well. Yeah. Wait, what? Oh tricky. My God. That's tricky. Because you got to be like, well, uh, I don't know where to take this. Hang well, on a second. At least he's out. From a 630, I would never want to hear it on a first date. Hey, have you ever had an STD? Because here's the ones I've had. And boy, let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah. No. That'd be heavy duty. From a 708, I would never want to hear this on a first date, especially if we had just met online when they open and say, hey, so just to clear the air, I did lie about oh, dot, yeah. dot, dot, dot. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like taking that any direction. Yep. Like, Ooh. All yeah, right. Just keep the lie going. That's what people want. Right. From an 815, would never want to hear this on a first date. 
My ex and I, obviously, we're not going to stay together. But just so you know, I just found out I am pregnant. Oh, Whoa. my God. Yeah, that's, that's intense. That's a lot. Uh, waiter? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. A 708, this happened to me on a first date. We were. Uh, I was waiting for him to come pick me up, and I got a text that said, Hey, so sorry. Can you come get me? I don't have any gas. That seems a little creepy. Yeah. You know what I mean? My my radar goes up of like, for I sure. think you just cancel that date. Yep. Yeah, for sure. You just don't ever go. Yep. Right? And come downstairs into the basement. The door's unlocked. Right. right. And finally, I would never, ever want to hear this on a first date. If someone tells me Indiana Jones is the superior Indiana Jones. <laughs> it's in there. I don't know. Indiana Jones 4. Oh, As opposed to Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, sorry, I didn't know which one you were saying. The Crystal I was like, Skull. Yeah, well, right. of course. Kate Blanchett. I actually appreciate I get that. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, no. If you if you were saying that. <laughs> and if you say his name like that, I am like. Shia Did I say it wrong? Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Am I doing it wrong? He's a weird enough guy that he'd be like, he might be like, whatever you say, bro. That's good. That's fine. Yeah. All right, and this one came in from a 219. I'm going to get us back. Don't worry. If I ever heard this on a first date, I would walk out the door, and boy, Whip would walk out right with you. Hey, you know what? I just, I really just don't like Christopher Cross. Oh, oh never. Well, we'll see your ass later. Yeah. That's yeah. what we'd be saying. Run like the wind. Over. That's right. I'm running like the wind. That's right. You got a sister I can meet, though? <laughs> no? Wait a second. The Morning Mix Flash Briefing with Violetta. We'll start with the big stuff. Taylor Swift is trending after appearing in a trailer for Amsterdam along with a long list of stars. So Margot Robbie, Christian Bale, Remy Malek, uh, 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 and... Anya Taylor Joy. Boom. Queen's Gambit. Uh, Queen's Gambit. Right, exactly. exactly. Queen's Gambit. De Niro's in it. It's all about the 1930s crime epic. Uh, and it describes it's described as a fascinating and richly eerie uh, tale, eerie tale that uh, weaves in some historical facts with some fiction. It looks really intense, uh, but entertaining at the mm-hmm. same time is what people are saying. The movie is gonna be out in November of 2023. We don't have any word yet. Just theaters, just streaming. I don't know. Yeah. But I think it might be a mixture of both. Okay. It's a long way out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. November 23? Yeah. Wow. All right. It better be good. <laughs> it really better be. <laughs> but what's funny is all of these major stars are in it, and Taylor Swift is trending right. because of it. Because and of it. she yeah. doesn't even, she literally just appears on the screen for a quick second. Wow. She doesn't say anything. <laughs> she doesn't do anything. She's going to take a back seat after Cats. Exactly. You know? Yeah. She was like, I'm going to calm down about it. <laughs> oh, you know what? Yeah. Let me just see how the, this pans out before I throw myself in yeah. front of you. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In at number two, Chits Creek star Sarah Levy. I know. I give a whiff a heart attack and that's what Every I time. do. Every time <laughs> you say the word creek, it's like, yeah. oh, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> she whiz. So, um, she starred in Shit's Creek and she is a mom for the first time. Oh. She played Twyla, the waitress in that series uh, at the diner. She worked with her brother, with her dad. It was obviously a very popular series. She's obviously very close to her family, and now she's honoring her dad, Eugene, with her newborn son's middle name. She posted an adorable picture of his tiny little feet and wrote, he decided to make an early entrance, but we are so glad that sweet James Eugene out uh, out in Bridge, that's her husband's wow. last name, is in the world. She captioned the Instagram photo, um, so everybody's kind of excited and celebrating her online. What a great uncle. Uncle Dan will be. Yeah, oh, my God. Right? Yeah. And the eyebrows that baby must yeah, have. Right. Mm-hmm. My goodness. Uh, in at number one, Forbes released its 2022 list of America's richest self-made women. 
which ranked the women uh, in the United States. I guess that makes sense because it's in America. Uh, the report found that 34-year-old Rihanna is America's youngest self-made billionaire. Whoa. Her estimated net worth is $1.4 billion, and she is kicking out Kim Kardashian at 41 years old. So uh, now Kim Kardashian is the nation's second youngest self-made billionaire. Uh, the Barbados singer obviously dominates the charts all the time. Um, when she puts out music. Yeah, well, anytime, right? When is that, 2007? 2005 yeah. with yeah. Pondé Replay was her breakout hit. Yeah. Wow. Um, but she's really, really successful in the business world with her Fenty Beauty cosmetic line and mm. then Fenty Savage lingerie line. Which is aw- it's awesome. She she's makes so much money found on Found a that. way to make all this. It's I great. Know. And I, I want to buy a bra when I see her advertisements. Same. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that was your flash briefing. This is the Morning Mix Podcast. I don't know if this has ever happened to anybody but Sting, but finding a message in a bottle. Mm-hmm. How exciting <laughs> would that be? This recently happened at York River State Park in Virginia. A father and a son were out walking along, as fathers and sons do, and they saw a little bottle. So they picked it up, and in there, they found a note. And the note was dated 44 years ago. Wow. The note simply included a phone number, and it said, call this number, ask for Don Kendrick. That was the note. Oh, that's creepy. Creepy, right? Yeah. So the dad says, all right, guy, let's go home and we'll see what happens. They dial the phone number, and it turned out to be a dead end. But through the power of social media, they found out and were able to get in touch with Tracy Kendrick, whose husband... Don Kendrick uh-huh. dropped that bottle along with two others into a river 44 years ago when he was 12. They offered to get the bottle back to Don, and they have not heard back. Oh, huh. But that's kind of cool, you know? Yeah. 44, really cool. it's like a weird time capsule. It feels really like a cool. stand-by-me moment or something, yeah. you know? That 12-year-old's like, I'm going to try this. Right. See if anybody calls yeah. my house. Yeah. I remember we had a creek in our backyard in Mount Prospect. Weller Creek ran through our backyard. And I had learned of the idea of a message in a bottle. And in my mind as a little kid, I'm like, if I put this in our creek, like, it could end up in China. Oh, my goodness. And someone could get a note from me that says, like, the X-Men are cool. Chris. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) what am I writing on the note? But I never did it. Have you ever put a message in a bottle and, like, floated it away, Nikki? Never. No, never. No. Yeah. Whip? Uh, No, can't say that I have. Violetta? I used to do this all the time. Sincerely, (laughs) yeah. yeah. In the Chicago River, you Uh, just throw it in there? I I would do it like just random places. Like I think I did it in like Wisconsin Dells once. I did it like in In Serbia. In Noah's Ark. Yeah. It's like going down the slide. (laughs) Now you did that little girl. (laughs) You did put a note in it, right? It wasn't you were just throwing debris into the water. No, right. I would put a note in it and it would just be whatever I was doing that day. Like I would remember the day. You know, I'd be like, oh, like today we went to Noah's Ark and I ate pizza at you you know whatever i wrote in there but and then i have one that i never actually mailed or put out in the the world uh which was my best friend and i rachel the first bottle of wine that we drank and and hated it we we like you were 12 well we we didn't enjoy it but we made ourselves drink it and then we wrote a note and we put it inside that same wine bottle and we haven't opened it yet, but I still have it. Oh, so, so that's like it. a time capsule yeah. for right. you so guys. So now I don't know sure. when we're going to open it. She she's like doesn't want to wait. She's like, just crack it open. Let's see what we wrote. Right. We don't the, remember a thing. You know what? This... Next time you do a clean up the Chicago River Day, just throw that wine bottle in there. No. Yeah, you're right. Say, sorry, yeah. sorry, suckers. I'm out. Well, and once you clean up all those other bottles, well, yeah, exactly. then yours will have a chance. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that's right. So maybe this is your sign. This uh, father and son in Virginia find a bottle and they get in touch with the person who put the note and the person stops responding. But hey, still pretty cool. I've never found any cool things in the water 
maybe a tire a time or two. Right. What about you? Maybe you found something cool in the water. Now, there's a good Chicago joke here of some kind of a <laughs> criminal, <laughs> perhaps uh, with some cement shoes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, I found uh, you know, somebody yeah. named Frankie. Yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe we leave those ones on the side. Uh, we'll leave those on the bank. But what did you find in the water? 312-233-1019. You were, uh, I don't know, maybe at the bottom of your pool, you found a note in a bottle. How did this get here? We don't know. Maybe you I'm do. Violetta. Yeah, it's just yeah. tapping it oh, over She's fences. just running through neighborhoods. Ah, <laughs> yeah. oh, there she goes again. Yeah. There's that Violetta putting notes back in our pool. Yeah. Why, why does she keep doing that? <laughs> Somebody better get that child in school. You found it in the water We've got two guys on hold right now Who sound like two guys that maybe did the cement shoe thing Because we got Tony and Rich Yeah. But hopefully it's not that Let's start here with T-Bone Hi Tony, good morning Good morning Uh, Tony, I'm from Wheaton And uh, I was in Cancun on vacation with my family Sitting on the beach soaking up the sun And uh, we're walking around in the water, looking around, swimming a little bit. I found two bags, which were plastic bags oh. filled with a sand-looking sort of substance. Okay. We didn't know what it was. Uh-huh. So we brought it back. I sat on the beach. I looked Spanish after a couple of days in the sun, so I'm sitting there smiling with my cigar, holding on to these bags. <laughs> Unfortunately, they were sandbags from some of the weights or something or other filled with sand. Here, I thought I hit this jackpot. Yeah, he's like, I thought I had 20 grand on me. Yeah, and, uh, I thought I had 20 grand in nose candy, and yeah. I don't. So you're what do I have? You never know. Tony, I want a vacation with you. Sitting on the beach with yeah. a cigar, soaking up the sun. I got two three-gallon bags of Coke. It's great. Like, what? Just having a cigar. Yeah. Waiting to Wake shake it up. It's gonna, I'm going to cash these in at the airport. What? Hang on a second. So Tony is uh, sitting on uh, a drug lord's boat weight. Right. He's yeah. hoping. Fingers yeah. crossed. Oh, right. he's, he's trying to sell Sam. Like, maybe it will. a weird story. And Rich, let's keep the theme going. Uh, Rich, what did you find in the water? Uh, a bale on the beach. <laughs> a bale? Okay, and what was what was okay. the bale of? Uh, it was a bale of pot. There you go! Oh, he found actual weed. <laughs> Watch out. Oh, actual drugs. drugs. <laughs> a 223.5-pound bag. Is that why they call That's you rich? Easy. Approximately. No, Holy cow. No, 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 no. And you're sure it wasn't <laughs> parsley or... Yeah, or... Uh... So, down the beach, there was a lot of them. And a boat that was beached and a lot of cops. No way. Wow. What beach were you on? Uh, Sebastian Inlet in Florida. My buddy was teaching me how to surf. Wow. We had, drove, we had drove across the state from Tampa over to there and saw that. And we were teenagers and figured, wow. you know what? We don't need to surf today. Yeah, wow. The waves have never been higher. Yeah. That's yes, unbelievable. Right? So Rich is out there with actual drugs. Tony oh thinks boy. he has drugs. <laughs> yeah. Was hoping he had drugs. Right. And Jeremy. Hey, Jeremy, how are you this morning? Hey, guys, good morning. How are you? We're doing pretty well. <laughs> what did you find in the water, Jeremy? <laughs> well, I was about eight or nine. There were about five or six cousins with me. We were on this raft, some beach. I forget where it was. And we all jumped in the water saying, hey, let's go jump in the water. It was sundown, getting dark. And then suddenly somebody started freaking out in the back. So I turned around 
and there was floating poop right behind me. Oh, oh floating poop! Oh man! Oh my gosh! Oh. So, floating poop. So one of my cousins never admitted to it. I didn't do it for one. I mean, for, for, and we just started going for the the, uh, the land. You yeah, know, we're like, like swim to shore. Like a, yeah. Yeah, so you was, believe your cousin <laughs> doubled down in the ocean right next to you? I absolutely do. Absolutely. There was nothing going on. Absolutely. There was nothing going on. Somebody had the idea of like doing a jump off the raft. And so we all did it. And next thing you know, people were freaking out. Oh, and man. And then there was behind me. It was crazy. Well, Jeremy, do anyway. not invite your cousin to come with you to Deep River Water oh, no. Park. No, instead of duck, duck, goose, we had uh, drugs, drugs, poop. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. Yeah. Water. From Chicago to your device, this is the Morning Mix Podcast. All right, summer camp is probably uh, in full swing for many kids, yeah. uh, whether that's a sleepaway camp or a park district camp. Um, I guess it's not camp, but kind of today I'm taking our daughter to gymnastics at the park district. Okay. It's yeah. the first day. Oh, yeah. It's only a one-day-a-week thing, but I guess we wouldn't call that a camp. That's just a class, but we're going to call it camp Yeah, because <laughs> it'll get her excited about the idea of camp, so that'll be fun. Your son's doing camp or did camp? No, he's uh, going to camp okay. this weekend as drop-off. Oh, wow. And so, I'm, yeah, I've been collecting the checklist, and, you know, he's doing two weeks. Uh, one week is your normal basic sleepaway camp, and then the other one is f- only fishing. Whoa. It's like every day is a fishing expedition. That's cool. And we told him that uh, he only can eat what he catches, so he can't eat any food unless he catches fish. Well, I hope he doesn't catch what Tony caught on the beach a yeah. couple, uh, about an hour ago. Oh, so, I mean, it's not true. They're going to feed him, but yeah. I just say, you know, like yeah, motivation, yeah, yeah. you know. That's cool. But he loves river monsters, right? That's like his show. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So that'll yeah, be yeah. exciting for him. Yeah, That's yeah. fun, right? Yep. Well, they have four ways that parents can help their kids have a great summer at camp. So, Nikki, these might be helpful. Number one. To share info all about your camper. They say, hey, this year, especially with what's all gone down, uh, kids need a lot more. They need more supervision. They need more coaching. So camp directors and counselors might be especially grateful for any insight into your child. For example, you could share a short list about the way your child responds to conflict or the things that motivate your child. Just dropping a note to camp directors, sharing strategies for your kid can really help them get off on the right foot. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Communicate with care. This is number two. Parents often write letters for sleepaway campers explaining how terribly they're missed at home. And though they mean well, that can often then make the kid feel more homesick. Mom and dad miss me. Oh, I miss mom and dad. Right. So keep things positive. Be careful with the way you phrase those letters. Mention that you're looking forward to hearing their stories about camp. You're so glad that they're having fun. Kind of focus on them and that great experience they're having. Yeah, we yeah. did a lot of like, we're so jealous. Yeah, we didn't get to yeah, go to camp. Right. How awesome for you. Yeah, yeah that's great. Number three, if you got a kid going to sleep away, these are the four ways you can help them have a great time. Send some supplies. You know, camps often have emergency items like towels that a camper could borrow, but you would be surprised at how uncomfortable kids feel telling a counselor that they forgot anything. Right. So send them some supplies. And if your child hadn't left for camp yet, uh, camp yet confirm what they need. Even if you believe you know, uh, confirm it with them. You know, you might think that they know what they need, but talk to them about what they're going to need and why they're going to need it. Sure. And Nikki's already ahead of this one, a handwritten checklist. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Boom. And finally, number four is how to deal with devices. You know, Mm. you've got kids that uh, they've got the device, they've got the iPad, they've got the tablet. What do I do? Help your child understand and follow the camp's policies on phones and digital devices ahead of time. Let them know what the rules are. At certain camps, they encourage kids not to bring a cell phone at all. And if they do bring a phone, we ask that they keep it tucked away. So prep them for it. Let them know that this is going to be an experience where you're going to be without that thing for a while so that they're not taken off guard when they get there. It was uh, on the prohibited devices, our list, mm. yesterday. And he goes, what is a, what's a pager? 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know, don't worry about it. This no no one's going to be bringing a pager. Right. You're good. Yeah. Those are the tips for helping your kid have a great summer at camp. And, you know, your son's going away the fishing camp. That's kind of cool. It's like yeah. a themed camp. Mm-hmm. He's going on fishing camp. What kind of cool, unique camp did you go to as a kid? I only ever went to basketball camps. I yeah. wanted to. It's what I wanted to do. Right. So it was like every summer there was a couple of basketball camps that I would go to for a couple of weeks. All local, though. I never slept away. A lot of basketball camps. Whip, did you do a camp? I don't think I really did any camps, to yeah. be honest with you. Or if they were, it was never sleepaway, so maybe they weren't called camp. Right. I will say my kids now, they do sports camps. They're doing sports camp this week. But there's one in Arlington Heights, which is the uh, a historical society there camp. And it's in the historical society building. And there's an old soda factory there. Oh, that's cool. And an old soda shop. And they do this uh, for one week every summer. And they love it. That's fantastic. Yeah, they learn about whatever in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, <Something. it's> history? <laughs> probably the history of, uh, of the town. Yeah, yeah, I would think. But yeah. it helps them feel a sense of pride probably in yeah, time about I mean, where they just, come from. And... It's one of those things that doesn't sound like the kids would be that into it, but they always come home very happy. That's awesome to hear yeah, that yeah. they're excited about that. Yeah, Nikki, did you ever do like a cool, unique? You didn't go to like a uh, music director camp? I don't know. No, no. I, I, just went to, I went to yeah. a church camp of a church I didn't go to. So, I, yeah, that's just random. My wife did the same thing. Yeah. I was like, why did you go to that one? She's like, I don't know. We didn't even go to that church, but yeah. a friend went, so I went. Like, what? I just, I just needed out. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, all right. V, did you ever go anywhere? Just You just go to Serbia in the summer. Yeah, exactly. But, that's like um, camp. Right. Yeah, that's it. Just Serbia. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, unique camps are cool. You hear about, like, space camp and that kind of thing. Yeah. What was the cool, unique camp you went to? 312 Two three three one zero one nine. You went to a unique camp. Maybe it wasn't sleepway. Maybe it was just a day camp. It was the historical society camp of Arlington Heights. Perfect example. What unique cool camp did you go to? Hi, Hannah. You were on the staff at a cool camp. Yes. So I was actually a counselor at a circus camp that oh. Oak Park has. Hmm. That is so cool. So did you guys do things like the silks and that kind of stuff, or was it like circus, like acrobatics, or was there clowning and juggling? So kind of a mix of all of it. So we did trapeze, we did silks, we did Spanish web, which is um, like a canvas covered rope that the kids would climb and then they put their wrist into a loop and then they get spun. They they absolutely love that. But we did like juggling, um, we did some acro, you know, kids have a hard time picking each other up. So um, rolling globes where you walk on a big ball. So yeah, it was a ton Mm -hmm. of fun. Is this can can I do it in Oak Park this summer? This sounds awesome. <laughs> it is mainly for kids, um, but I actually also am the director of a circus that happens seasonally in River Grove. Oh my it's goodness! Totally for adults. Oh my! I love that. Well, okay, Illinois State University always did the Gamma Phi Circus every uh-huh. year. That was a big one. Yes. So okay, so River Grove this summer, you guys, I'm going to be walking. I'm going to put my hand in a silk and spin on a canvas rope. Yep. You okay. can you you cannot see how much Chris's face has been lighting up how the cool last yeah. Very yeah. cool. Amy and I a He's couple in. summers ago did trapeze in Belmont Harbor right here. They oh. had the trapeze set yeah. up with the New York trapeze. It was amazing. Amy was really good at it, and I was also there. So it was really fun <laughs> for us. David, unique camps, but what camp did you go to? Yeah, along the same lines as you with uh, sports camp, we went to uh, boys overnight volleyball camp. Overnight volleyball, All bump right. set spike. Yeah. Nice. That's fun. Yeah. So it was all guys just all spiking guys. volleyballs at each other in the face for like Pretty five much. days. And, yeah. and you, you wore yourself out. Uh, those legs were dead by the end of that third Yeah, day. Yeah, forget oh, about it. Sure. You guys are all trying to relive the volleyball scene from Top Gun. <laughs> Top Gun 1. Hey, can yeah. we put on playing with the boys really quick out here? <laughs> are we not playing that? We're not, are we? All right. 
And JoJo, oh, JoJo's on hold. Okay, hang on. We'll go to JoJo now. Hi, JoJo. Good morning. Okay. How are Good you? Good morning. What I'm was great. the What was the cool camp you went to? It was Haran Camp in Alcott Lake, Wisconsin. It was uh, drama and sports. So you did three hours of sports, and then you had three hours of dancing, singing, and acting. That's Interesting wild. combo. Right. So it's and like a well-rounded individual camp. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Not only that, I still stay in touch with these people. Oh, that's, that's cool. Now, I wonder yeah. if LeBron James went to that camp, and that's how he flops so good. Is that what it is? That's what it is. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> JoJo's like, I never saw him there. Yeah. That's wild. That's why he was so good in Space Jam. Right. Well, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he skipped the acting it could part. Be, yeah. yeah. The Morning Mix Flash Briefing. With Violetta. In at number three, Viola Davis is a force to be reckoned with in the first trailer for The Woman King. It's a film that tells the real story of women warriors who defended the West African kingdom of Dahomey. And it is currently present day Benin. And this movie is hitting theaters on September 16th. But it is hitting, like, the internet right now. Everybody is loving this trailer. They're saying it was made for Viola Davis. Viola Davis. Yep. Um, wow. I've, I'm like one of those people. People mess up my name so much because of Violetta. Bio, right. And now I'm looking at Viola Davis and yeah. I can't get it. Violetta Davis. That's what yeah, you're that's calling right. her. Yeah. Yeah. She Thank posted you. just a GIF yesterday on her Instagram. Of her, like, from the back, of her, yeah. like, holding a sword, yeah. and it blew up. It looked awesome. Yeah, female empowerment movie, cool. just, like, really, really cool. And she's not the only one that is, you know, looking very, very strong in right. this. So people are excited to see it. I'm just going to throw this in. This has zero to do with most of that, other than the part about Benin. Uh-huh. Because uh, back at U of I, I didn't understand economics very well, but I tried to take it. And my professor's name was Remy Numon, and he was from Benin. Whoa! Look wow. at that. And I don't think it's ever come up in the course of my work life until now. <laughs> until this moment. Check yes. that you box. never know. And you can tell it again before <laughs> yeah. September 16th Shout because we can talk about it. somewhere out there to Remy Numon, <laughs> whose name I still remember, but the economics I don't. Oh, no. man. Well, it stuck with you. That it did. And this is going to stick with you today. In at number two, it is hashtag World Chocolate Day. Oh. Milk. Dark, nutty, fruity, whatever you want. People nutty. around the world are celebrating World Chocolate Day. Woo! Oh, doesn't that sound delicious? I've never heard of it as nutty chocolate, but yeah. that sounds fun. But it works. Yeah. I'm into wow. it. A nice yeah. Hershey yeah. bar? I know. Ooh, not it's nutty. Nutty. Little, yeah, Will, nutty. Will Arnett loves it. <laughs> Reese's. 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 <laughs> In at number one, Hulu's The Bear is proving to be very stressful but very amazing. The new FX original series follows a young chef from the fine dining world who comes home to Chicago mm-hmm. to run his family's sandwich shop. It is based on the true story of the original beef of Chicagoland. It's a restaurant in River North. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been there before. No, no, no. I haven't, but after this, I definitely want to. Not Mr. Beef, then. No, no it's not Mr. Okay. Beef. It's the original beef of Chicagoland. All right. Yeah, it's a blue and white sign. I don't know if people are familiar with it, but okay. I looked it up. Um, the family, uh, Brazado family ran that. So people are loving the realistic look into the ups and downs of kind of owning a small business and then restaurant life. So um, I think the season finale was last night, so that's why it's trending now. Got it. Okay. Um, so everybody's kind of, if you haven't watched it yet, saying you need to watch it. Plus, we like it because it's uh, yeah, Chicago, Chicago. Yeah, Any show in Chicago, I'm like, I'm in. Let's yeah, go. We're behind it. Love it. That's your Flash Briefing. This is the Morning Mix Podcast. A new study has been done that claims the more often you're paid, the more money you spend. 
Now, most uh, companies do that sort of two-week payroll, right? Every two yeah. weeks. Some people, mm-hmm. it's like every two weeks. Some people, it's the 15th and the 30th. Yeah. Like, whatever it is, every two weeks. And they say that the more often you're getting paid, the more often you're spending that money. Those who get paid more frequently spend more money because they perceive themselves to be wealthier. If a person who typically gets paid only once a month starts getting paid every week, they will spend about $250 more that year. I 100% believe that. Think about a server. So I used to serve. And if you get tipped out at the end of the night, like and not like a check at the end of the week or tips at the end of the week and you don't pool... Like, when you walk out of there, there were so many servers that would, A, stay and drink the money yep, away, yep, right. or B, go out somewhere else or use it, like, because you have the money in hand, so right. you just you have you spend it. it. Yeah. yeah. And you feel, according to this, wealthier than you are. But they have some tips for you if you're trying to stop spending so much. There's a bunch of apps that you can get, but one of the things they suggest is pay yourself. For example, with every paycheck, be sure to, quote, pay yourself first. This means transfer a portion of the money to savings or an investment account before you even get the chance to spend it on non-essentials. And you can do so the auto that. thing. Like, we have an auto yeah. deposit into savings. Right. Just because I know, you know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. Mine gets split in, like, a bunch of ways. Just, There's like So you don't even see it. You right. got to ignore it. Yeah. There we go. Right. Or you can also monitor your spending, of course. Plenty of apps help you do that. Tracking your less-than-healthy spending habits. Meaning at the end of the month, you look back and you're like, oh, I did spend 12 grand on Grubhub. Yeah. Hmm, mm. That's problematic, right? That's normally just, just called my credit head. card bill. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly. all it is. You don't need to track it. It tracks it right there for you. Yeah. They also say a quick way to save is to replace one bad habit with a good habit. Like if you go out to eat four days a week, try to cook one night instead. So instead of going out four days, you only go out three and then try to cut it to two and then maybe to one. And now all of a sudden you're a fantastic at-home chef. Right. So there's those options. Now, what is your trick, though? You're trying to curb some spending, and you figured out a trick, and it's different than the three we just suggested. You've got a great trick to curb spending. What is that trick? 312-233-1019. We need you to help us save a little bit. How are you doing it? Hi, Joyce. Good morning. How are you today? Hi, good morning. You doing great? Oh, good. Now, what are you doing to save cash? Well, my husband thought of this idea. Uh, a few years back, anytime we pay by cash and we get change, if there's a $5 bill, oh. we set it aside and don't spend it and throw it in an envelope. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. Now, my cousin did this. It was like the $5 challenge for a year. Okay. How much money did you did you save? You know, I don't know because we put it into a kitty for uh, vacation and, oh. like, <laughs> and then we spend it. So, But you go on vacation. Know, there's days that like, like the other day I spent, I don't know. I was buying something with four dollars and some change, and the cashier gave me three five dollar bills for change. Oh, and you're like, like damn it! Damn it. <laughs> That's <laughs> hilarious. Joyce is like, I got, I got to put all three in. Yeah. Not, come on, can't I just yeah. do one? And William, you're also doing the five dollar challenge. Is that right? Yes, I am. I'm doing the exact same thing. A friend of mine at work told me about it a few years ago. Wow. And I, I experienced the same thing. You pay with the 20 and you get three fives back, and you're like, oh, man. <laughs> Just but, give me a 10. Uh, last, last weekend when I counted, I had $1,105 in my envelope. That's wow. phenomenal. Oh, great. Then in fives. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah all in, in fives. fives. Yes. Yeah. Holy cow. Also, like when I get home from work, all the change I have goes into into jars or jugs. 
Yep. And last time I waited, they weighed 67 pounds. Holy cow. Whoa. Do you play the game where you yeah. try to guess how much that is once you go to the bank? You know, I've given up on that. Oh. <laughs> just way too much. And and the cashiers told me you have to break it down into smaller jugs. Yeah, these, your jugs yeah, are not, too big. Those on. days are over where they're going to uh, humor you yeah, on that Yeah, that's thing. exactly yeah. right. Get to the coin star. Waitress still has a, count, a oh, coin counter. They do? Yeah. Wow, all right. Well, there you go. Now, Albert, uh, you've got a good one. Hey, Albert, what are you doing to curb your spending? It's especially about online shopping like eBay or Amazon. I wait until next day. I put it in a basket and I wait. Sometimes it's like... Do I really need that extra vegetable peeler? Yeah. Uh, I, I think I need it today, but tomorrow... But tomorrow oh, I might not. not. You know, I do that with sweets. I'll be like, I really want an Oreo right now, but I'm going to give it 20 there minutes. And yeah. if in 20 minutes I still want that Oreo, I'm going to have my Oreo. Before he said I mean, peeler, I thought the... I thought you were going to say, do I really need that extra vegetable? Like, ah, <laughs> screw that. Yeah. That's how my thing operates. Yeah, exactly. Whoops, like, ah, I don't want those. those exactly. Ones. Let those go. That's fine. Okay, now talking about online shopping, we go to Amy. Hi, Amy. Good morning. Hi, good morning. All I right. actually just bought a vegetable peeler. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. But did you need it? Yeah. We did. We lost our other one. We have no idea where it went. Oh, my God. Maybe yep. we need to introduce you to Albert. Uh, right? But now, Amy, so what are you doing with your online shopping to curb spending? Yeah, so we use Amazon a lot, and we put um, as much of our staples as we can on the auto delivery, so it uh, minimizes the opportunities for mindless scrolling through Amazon buying. Mm, oh, that is smart. Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've also yeah. seen, uh, we don't have it, but a friend of ours does the Amazon button thing, where it's like you can get the Tide button. And then you put it in your laundry room, and when you're running out of Tide, you just tap the button, and the system will automatically order and send you your detergent. Oh, God, my children would take waste. That's exactly yeah, what just, we said. We were just saying that, yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, I don't think we can put that in here. Our three-year-old would be like, ding, ding, right? ding, ding, yeah. ding. I'm like, yeah. why do we have 10,000 tubs of Tide? <laughs> right, what are right. we going to do with all this? And finally, we take it to Janet. Hi, Janet. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you? Good. This sounds like a simple thing, but in time would add up to a lot. What are you doing to curb yes. spending? So we only get coffee out once in a while, which already saves a ton, but then we make our own K-Cups. So instead of buying the store-bought K-Cups, we bought the plastic refillables online, found our favorite uh, ground coffee from Target, and we make our own, and it saves probably dollars a day. Yeah. That's wild. And that that quickly adds up. Right. Wow. For sure. Making your own K-Cup. And you're only going out to coffee, you said, like maybe like once a week or so? Maybe once, maybe once or twice a week we grab a Starbucks or a McDonald's iced coffee, but otherwise we make the K-Cups at home. You can even make them ahead of time, put them in a Tupperware, and now they're ready to go. Yeah. Well, look, you're making your own coffee, but we're going to have somebody help make a coffee for you after dinner. We want to send you uh, out on a little dinner here to celebrate. Yes, it is the summer of Rosemont. You get a $100 gift certificate to King's Dining and Entertainment Rosemont, offering a memorable dining, bowling, and event experience unlike any other. There you go. Congrats to Janet. Enjoy that. Uh, Have a couple of your own K-Cups, and then let them make you a coffee. They got coffee pots at King's. Yeah, so much there. Everything Mm -hmm. in Rosemont. Why not? Everything's there. All right, thank you for joining us for the Morning Mix podcast. Make sure you rate, review, like, and follow this podcast. You can also follow us on social at 1019 Mix Chicago. And we will see you tomorrow on the Morning Mix.